this is Timmy Black, and welcome once again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. You know, in my line of work, in my job, in my role as Los Angeles's preeminent arts podcaster, I make a lot of studio visits and if you are not familiar with the argot of artists, a studio visit, a studio visit is when one makes a visit to an artist's studio in order to reach some agreement, some sort of small resolution between the visitor and the artist that potentially may result in mutual gain. Now, by contrast, simply visiting an artist in their studio, not a studio visit, but rather a visit to a studio. Now, that is more of an act of amity. Uh, It's more of an expression of genuine curiosity, but a studio visit, a studio visit, that, that is business. That is strictly business. Now, there there are several categories of uh, studio visits, and I've I've seen them all. There are there are studio visits that uh, there are studio visits that come with bottled water, and those visits come with much higher expectations and are typically shorter. Then there are visits that come with coffee, and those visits can sometimes go awry. Unless the artist provides cake with the coffee, then things usually turn out a little bit better, but still it's it's still risky because you see coffee is served and, and, and coffee requires preparation and, and and it's generally served hot. And because of this, because of this service aspect, it, it, it invites a gray area of ambiguity. And I think the idea of coffee and cake is pleasant, but it but it puts the artist at a at a disadvantage. But but then there are the more mature visits, the the high stakes visits, the the no nonsense, no BS visits. Now those visits take place either in the late afternoon or the early evening. And those visits come with either beer or whiskey. Beer or whiskey, never wine. Wine is, is too genteel, too, too French, too studied, too mannered. Whiskey means that the balance of power is solidly in the artist's hands. Those are the visits you want, but you're not always in a position to get those visits. Those, those visits have to be earned. You have to have a lot of water visits, a lot of water vi- visits, and maybe even a few coffee and cake visits before you, you get the chance to dare to have a whiskey visit. You have to, you have, to have a lot of water visits first. I mean, imagine, <laughs> Gerhard Richter has only whiskey visits. Curado Malaspina also only whiskey visits. But if you're not on that level yet, do yourself a favor for a while. Stick with the water visits and work your way up. 
Anyway, another artist who never serves water in his studio is the burly, loquacious New York painter, Boris Lemon. And I had a long talk with him the other day at his studio and we were not drinking water. We were drinking um, uh, a 25-year-old Laphroaig and, um, and it was tasty. And if you don't remember who Boris is, let's just say that he is a New York institution. I mean, besides being a highly regarded artist, he is also a legend in academic circles. Um, put it this way, if you attended art school within a 30 mile radius of Manhattan within the past three decades or so, you've either attended or deliberately avoided his incendiary and inspiring and annoying painting and or drawing classes. The guy, the guy's a, an old school savage. Anyway, we're talking and the subject of schools and education came up because my son Tommy, you all remember Tommy Black, my son Tommy, my Tommy, believe it or not, is applying to college and that I find that rather scary and to make Matters worse, the kid is applying to art schools. So Boris went ahead and gave me an update on the, on the state of things on these campuses. And it's a thing he talks about a lot, this, this common university level affliction that Boris calls the warm bath of middle intelligence. He thinks that most students, most most art students these days are fairly smart, but limited. Limited by the oppressive weight of this middle intelligence. He says it comes from being subjected to years and years of ritualized, overly socialized middle school and high school education. He, he finds that even his pink-haired, tattooed, rabble-rousing students are trapped in a state of middle intelligence. Now, what is this middle intelligence? Well, middle intelligence is when you're smart enough to entertain lofty ambitions but are too dumb to realize them. And they're dumb, he thinks, because with this post modern flattening of cultural hierarchies with the elevation of popular culture and the demotion of what is now derisively called the Western canon, young artists have lost the tools necessary to distinguish between what he calls, what he calls excrement and shoe polish. But as a painting professor, for reasons of professional self-preservation, he admits he has found it expedient to adjust to the times. You see, a few years ago, during a routine faculty review, he was informed of persistent student complaints regarding what they called his 
Eurocentric curriculum. Now, this seemed odd to Boris because that semester in particular, his focus was on early 20th century North American modernism with an emphasis on, 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 on Charles Demuth and Stuart Davis and Charles Sheeler, Marsden Hartley and uh, George O'Keefe. And, 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 and students also objected to his reliance on art models, faulting him for what was described as, quote, a desexualization of nudity. What does that mean? One of the more convoluted complaints mysteriously located this alleged desexualization as a relic, get this, a relic, and I'm quoting, a relic of counter-reformation doctrinal intransigence. What does that mean even? And as the good Professor Lemon says, you can't make this stuff up. And it's funny because he actually made it a point. He specifically made it a point to emphasize the French Rococo. And in his life drawing classes, he typically posed his figures through the confectionery eyes of Boucher. But it seems, it seems like in this world you can't win. While one group of students griped about the neutering of sensuality, another faction from the same class complained about, and I'm quoting again here, they complained about the misplaced and unnecessary introduction of inappropriate erotica into studio classroom practice. Can't make this up. I mean, one student made it a point to accuse Boris of having an inappropriate, purient obsession with Antonio Canova's neoclassical sculpture, Psyche Revived by Cupid's Kiss. You know that, that sculpture. You can find that at the Louvre. And for Boris, this extravagantly contrived Las Vegas-worthy work was hardly an obsession but merely an example where his point was to cite the dangers of narrative over-determination. But, but Boris has learned his lesson. Oh, yeah. He learned his lesson. And now he has scrupulously scrubbed his classes of any potentially triggering reference fully aware of his students' potential sensitivities. And now, undergraduates and graduate students alike flock to his courses knowing that they'll be reliably cocooned within safe spaces. And Lemon now has assumed a more avuncular, even a more, even a more friendly attitude, no more no more art history, no more unclothed art models, and certainly no more still lives. No, now his cheerful students learn to paint, they learn to draw by securing their cell phones onto their easels with these fancy newfangled cell phone easel clamps, and they choose their own 
personal references from the internet, from their stock of snapshots and selfies, and they use those to learn how to paint and how to draw. And it's lovely. It's honestly, it's it's lovely. And I and I think I think Boris Lemon, the the lemon without the whiskey, the the lemon without the hard outer burrow edges is is actually onto something. You see, middle intelligence is the wave of the future. To reach any higher would probably confound the ethics of equity. There is no reason to season the soup anymore. No. I think intellectuals and artists of a certain age, dare I say, the older generation, perhaps the boomers, should either step aside or just smell the coffee. Just just serve water and keep it simple. Keep it plain. Let's all join hands and decimate. Eradicate the decaying patriarchy. Eradicate. Eviscerate the detestable patriarchy. Let's do it. Let's do it for the sake of our children so we can simplify the future lives of contemporary artists.